from what it all. Sorry. <laughs> all right, fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, yes. Welcome, one and all, to the non-extreme version of the WWE TLC 2020 results review and ratings post-show. I am your champion, your eight-time champion, Tony fucking G. Like, share, subscribe. But before we get into the card, it must be noted that in Phil's absence, he witnessed a true tragedy tonight where... I only came up with three and a half points on a six-match card, whereas my co-host for the evening, the one, the only, Chicken, has now become a two-time, two-time, two-time champ. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand it to you. I hope it gets there quickly. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, I'm grabbing from the wrong side. Uh, yeah, and not, not, not only did I win it, I called it perfectly yeah. with the exception of uh of our tiebreaker yeah. uh of when Miz would come in which i originally thought Miz would but yep. because of the timing change i changed my mind so if they didn't change the timing of the match i would have been perfect on that too so yeah you you called a perfect night and congratulations it's going to be a rough one for filler to get it back now and Depending on what event comes up next, it, it, it could be interesting. So we will go forward from here. But let's talk about this show tonight, folks. There were some, had... some good and there was some bad. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. There, there, were, there, there was... were some highlights. There were some highlights. Yeah, there were some highlights. I, I agree. I, I thought overall they did a decent job uh, doing this whole show. And I'm, I'm trying to find a positive right now after watching the main event, but we'll get to that one at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's hard to do. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So starting out, let's, let's just start out the gate. We had the WWE world title match, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. And I was shocked that this opened the show, but I get it. You gotta, you can't have both world titles back to back. So, uh, let, I'm just going to run through some of the notes that I had on the match. Uh, AJ puts in a chair. They First, they brawled outside a little bit. Then AJ stuffed a chair into the corner. Uh, Drew nails a slingshot to AJ into the chair. That was a really nice little spot. Drew hits a suplex onto the ladder, uses the ladder onto AJ's leg. It was kind of a neat little spot. Yeah, cool. AJ gets the calf crusher through the ladder and then on a chair. That was a cool little spot. He worked the leg really well. Uh, Drew's on the ladder, and he launches a chair. AJ falls off. Uh, there's a counter. from AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm, and Drew grabs him in a belly-belly suplex, throws him over. He falls on the ladder. Really rough-looking spot. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, that was that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, that might want, that, that hurt like hell. <laughs> then the, uh, the overhead press... To the outside, like Drew's a fucking monster. He takes AJ right over his head, dumps him over the top rope, through a table. Might have what... thrown him just a tad. Yeah, the tailbone just splat on the outside. Right, that looked rough. Yeah, but this looked... is when Miz comes in and he does successfully cash in. It's now a triple threat. We're like, okay, now shit's getting shit's getting real. We could see a new champ. This is this is fun. This is exciting. But then. <laughs> He uh, he pisses off AJ's manager, who baby carries him over the top rope and just dumps him outside. <laughs> that, a tape. 
a really good spot though. Like he perfectly dropped him onto that table. Like mm-hmm. Miz looked like the ineffectual bitch that he really is. Like yeah, it's fantastic. That the like he come up. Uh, oh yeah, it was perfect. He tries to hit him in the back with a chair. The mm-hmm. chair shattered, and he doesn't move. He turns around, picks up his <laughs> and like this little cradle position, like he's a little baby. And walks into the edge of the ring and throws him through. Like, like this. <laughs> obviously, it's dumb, but like, just the 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 cinematography, the story of it. Like, it was funny. It was silly. It was old school. Yeah, I enjoyed it a hundred percent. My son, twelve years old, was like, "Dad, why didn't he punch that guy?" I go, "Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's wrestling." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the answer you just give anytime. It's wrestling. Uh, eventually got all three on the ladders. AJ springs back after getting knocked off. He springs back on. Knocks Drew off. Drew then pushes both of them off. Hits a Claymore on the Miz. He goes back up top. He gets the belt. Drew McIntyre does retain the world title. Honestly, I this was a really good opener. I, I enjoyed the match quite a bit. Like you said, the storyline was good. The storytelling was on point. All, all the guys involved did a good job, even the outside interference. I really liked it. Uh, it. It went a long way, but it didn't go too long. It was about the right length. But uh, I, I'm always going to have a bit of a soft spot for the multiple man TLC matches. And this was really mostly just a one-on-one match. So it's hard to get a decent flow in a car crash match with only one or two guys uh, as your opponent. So that hurt it for me because I remember, you know, the three, the triple threat tag team matches when it started the TLC match. Uh, I only gave it 3.75, but I could have gone a little higher. Uh, My, my gut reaction was a 3.75 as well. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to give it a four because I, I like, I got my kid next to me watching it and I'm seeing his excitement for it. And I've not seen his excitement for a match. Mm-hmm. ever like he was for that when he's like he was into that like the fact that you have a young audience 12 years old that's seeing it like i saw it when i was 12 <sighs> just for that component i'm gonna i'm gonna go with my kid on it i'm gonna give it a four because that's important for the future of the wwe if they can do yeah. more matches like that that captivate a young audience like that and can can compel younger audiences. Um, it, yeah, it's it's a seller. That was a great match overall. There you, there you go. Like you said, that if you can capture the young audience, and that's how you build the new stars. And yep. both of these guys are they're pretty well seasoned veterans at this point. But it, it's important to keep bil- building stars, regardless of how uh, seasoned they are. And Drew McIntyre's been seasoned all year, and this was another nice win for him. So kudos, Drew McIntyre. Yep. Moving down the card, we did have the SmackDown women's title as the next match. Let me... Oh, it's trying to change the banner on. Come here, you little bitch. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I fe- it's stuck on AJ Drew now. Do you want me to pull up the old banners uh, that we might have to? I don't know why. I I sure can. It's stuck on them for some reason now. Um, Because then uh, did it go to the tag team match after that? Yeah, the next. No, the next match was the Carmella versus Sasha. Okay, I'll pull that up. Um, 
There we go. Okay. Uh, I got it coming. Anyway, so Carmela versus Sasha. I, oh, man. I what was do you think so of this mid- one? I was so torn on this one. There were so many, there were so many good moments um, that could have made this a really, really great match. In in my opinion, honestly, I like I I thought there was several moments where I I don't I don't know if I, I should blame Carmella or if I should blame Sasha on some of these because like it was it was hard to tell who was at fault on some of the uh, the the missteps that they had. Um, but there were some great moments. And the one that I, I had texted you on was was like uh Carmela did the 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 driver, the head driver, and it it obviously wasn't supposed to be that heavy and it wasn't supposed to be that harsh. And I kind of blamed it on Sasha for yeah, for mistiming the jump and she smacked her goddamn face on the mat super <laughs> hard. Uh, and then yeah. they did it. And and of course, then they did a three roll up pin, like give her some time to recover, whatever the case may be. But I was just like, it looked really good. That wasn't supposed to happen that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have been. That was really dangerous. Uh, and it was almost to the point where if her body was elevated a little bit higher, it could have been like a crown hit on the on the ground. And that was that was what probably scared me with it. I've seen enough head injuries and head falls. Um, it was getting close to to dangerous at that point. Yeah, the uh, I, I really liked how Carmella was really working the frustration angle. She's a really decent worker. If it, for whatever she rack, lacks in in-ring talent, she's actually a good worker. Uh, but the spot where the manager almost dropped her and then like oh, it just, yeah. it, that was horrifying. I thought he was gonna <laughs> when he caught her. her, neck. Caught yeah. her? <laughs> yeah, then uh, <laughs> but after that, they had a good apron spot. Uh, Sasha did a three amigos in the frog splash homage to Eddie Guerrero. Love seeing that, but she only got a two count. Yes, that uh, Mella, yeah, Carmella did a counter off the top. They went into tilt to whirl backbreaker spot, but that's when the that's when Carmella hit that X factor, spiked her face into the mat. That was horrifying. You're right. It looked it looked impressive as hell, but Sasha always bumps like an insane person. She's I, I can't believe she's not injured every other week. Uh, Mello did a kick to the head on the aprons. Then uh, Banks grabs the top rope. They trade pins. The submission trades. I really like that. They were they were even. They were matched. They neither one could get the upper hand. I loved the spots like that. That's what she got in the bank statement. And I thought maybe that was going to be it, but the think- manager pulled her out. I think the only thing I missed on mine was at the beginning of the match when uh, when she had the knee in the back and pulling the arms back. Like you see this in every yeah. match, and most people try to sell it. Like I'm mm-hmm. really trying to hurt them. No, Carmella was just like, "Look at me, I'm pretty. Look at me, I'm pretty." <laughs> and I was just like, "No, that's not what you're supposed to be doing in this because everybody already knows this doesn't hurt." And the fact that you're not even showing that you're trying to hurt her, like, makes it worse in the long run. <laughs> I just that one bothered me just a little bit. I want to take a out of it, off the match just because of that spot too. That's fair enough. Uh, Mella did finally get the upper hand again a little bit, but she only got a two count. Then Sasha locked in the bank statement again. That's when Carmella taps out. Sasha does retain. Uh, she's still your SmackDown Women's Champion. I'm. 
I, I really wish I would have picked Sasha now. I wanted to, but I'm like, God, something just tells me they're going to do it, but they didn't. So I'm, I'm kind of expecting a rematch here, and I, I don't know. I doubt that Sasha's going to win two straight, but we'll see where they go from here. Uh, overall, I I liked it enough. Uh, I gave it a three. Uh, 275. I, I was disappointed. Uh, I thought Sasha really tried to sell the match. I didn't see the same from Carmella, honestly. Um, I uh, It's not that Carmella wasn't trying. I just don't think she landed everything she was supposed to, and some sure. of it kind of seemed a little... I don't know. Uh, of course, it, you know, the, I, I don't want to use the F word here, but it was a You're little... Overdone. It was a little overdone. It was a little fucky. A little fucky. Sure. <laughs> no, I was saying fake, but. Oh, oh, okay. That F word. Yeah, we don't say that one, you fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> so, moving down the card, we did have the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match, the New Day versus the Hurt Business in this one. And I really liked this match. Uh, the storyline going in was the new day is kind of a step ahead of the hurt business but then the hurt business was really shining with cedric alexander which i liked and it early on in this one the new day just came out like a ball out of fire and they just rolled they were just rolling them i was like holy shit they're just gonna steamroll these guys but then uh out of nowhere that's when the hurt business gets the upper hand <laughs> and they Finally, then they kind of dominated for a little bit. I liked that. It was it was a pretty solid back and forth tag team match at this point, which is really nice to see. The, the New Day is such a good team at telling a story and working together to get a legitimate looking spot instead of just cooperative horse shit. Like it looks like you're actually a two on one fight, not just guys right. doing skirt base ole bullshit. So I liked that. Um, the collision in the middle, that's when they both kind of fell off and you didn't know who was going to get the other upper hand. They hit the double tags. Kofi gets in and just takes over at that point. But then they gets up on, was it Shelton Benjamin's shoulders? Yeah. And that was it looked like they're doing like a doomsday spot. He almost fell off, but he kind of hung on and he managed to save it and he countered it. I was shocked. I was like, holy shit, this is it. Kofi's going to land on his fucking head. We're done here. Uh, but he saves it. That's when Cedric hits the knee into the brain buster. Gets a, Then they hit the superplex with Shelton. Uh, had the blind tag. Shelton was ready to hit the fucking finish, but Cedric slaps the back. Gets, the, uh, gets in, gets the lumbar check. One, two, three. You do have new tag team champions in the Hurt Business. I liked the finish a lot. You got the new champs. They're happy to be champs, but there is that tension where why does he? Why does Cedric keep stealing my fucking glory? I'm kind of pissed off about it. So I don't know if it's going to be a lengthy run, but I'm glad to see the belts on them. I I kind of called it ahead of time. I I, I brought it up uh, prior to the match. Maybe I didn't allude to it a whole lot, but I think this Cedric uh, over celebration tagging himself mm -hmm. in thing. I think this is going to play out uh, of a little tension. You're going to see some animosity. You're going to see one or two things. Either they're going to rally behind him or he's going to end up being the enemy of the whole group. And we see a split of the entire group. Uh, but overall, yeah, I agree. 
it was a it was a fun match to watch. Um, overall rating, the uh, especially with the the spot that you mentioned where where uh, uh, like they were trying to do the uh, off the top of the ropes, he had him up on his shoulders, and you could obviously see he's like flailing his arms around trying to make something happen in the match. It was it just seemed sloppy. The whole match, in my opinion, seemed before that. Before that, it seemed like they were slipping, missing basic moves. It it just seemed like there was a lot of misses going on uh, in the entire match between the, the slips, the misses, the the shoulder thing, and uh, I just it was it was really hard to to. I loved it. It was a good match, but there was just there was mistakes in there, and and I yeah I can't let them. Go. No, you're right. It, the flow was good. Like the, yeah, the, the flow of the match was fine. They just missed it. They missed yeah, it. There was just a few spots where they weren't on point, which shocks me because these guys have been working matches for weeks now. But when it came time to deliver the big one and do the title change, there were a few spots where they just didn't click right. I, I, it, that surprised me. Because like I said, three out of four guys are vets. But I, I did call. I did call. That the Alexander thing, it's going to keep going. They're going to bandwagon yeah. this. He's going to be yeah. the antagonist. Uh, and, and Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I'm excited uh, for the fact that they won because now they're getting a rally behind him, and we see the potential for a, a, a real fucking storyline here. Uh, I, I don't know if we go, we go super... Uh, heal with this or if we try to try to curb this the other way i know there's political you know things that, uh well phil, phil nailed it, it when he said they missed the opportunity to call this faction black lives matter like why didn't they just right. do that well they should have yeah. just done that cedric wears the armband i, I think right. at least he's doing that and what I like about this is there, there's the obvious parallel to you remember back in the day the nation of domination. Oh, that's yeah, when the rock. That's when the rock like became the rock when he became the leader of the nation of domination. That's when he broke out of that mid card scene and really cemented himself as a dominant force. So I would love to see something like that happen here. I don't know if they have the guy in the group yet. Cedric could be that guy. He's just a Bad bit undersized to be yeah. a main eventer, I think. But you've got that core group of guys where if you got that potential future superstar in that group and eventually did that turn, you could have that parallel. I think that would be Good. a great way to set yeah, the okay. next superstar up. And something WWE has lacked in a big way for oh, quite yeah. a while is building WWE's missed out on fucking big name superstars and yeah. and yeah. I overall though I liked the match. I gave it three and a quarter. Oh, I'll give it a solid three. Um, that's tough to do. I wanted to give two seven five, but I I thought overall the match was good. It was just the spots. I I yeah the missed spots. I couldn't give it. I couldn't go above. That's fair. I get it. Uh, next up, we did have another tag team championship match. This time. Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler defending against Asuka and the mystery opponent, which we both figured out right away, Charlotte Flair. The queen? Uh, yeah, the queen. She's back, and 
I'll just go ahead and say it. She's been off for like six months and maybe not quite that long, but I I know she was legit hurt. I think she yeah. had just a little bit of work done in the cheeky bone area. She had, she had a really thin looking face. I'm like, wait a minute. I think, I think maybe Charlotte uh, did a little maybe. something, something while she was gone. Maybe a little extra surgery that went on. Allegedly. You know? Allegedly. Woo-hoo! Nothing wrong with making yourself look a little bit better when you got that kind of money and you're hiling, styling, a, and profiling. Why not? Yeah. You do whatever the hell you want when you're a flare. Uh, we, <laughs> we both expected it. But I said uh, Jackson Baszler would get the win here. You did have Oscar and Charlotte to win. That's what capped it off for you. Honestly, this match... It, it wasn't like a, a tag team classic or anything. Like they basically just all got in there and kind of did their greatest hits of spots. Yeah. And that's yeah. all it needed to be because this is, is not like they were building a storyline up to this. It was a surprise mystery partner returning Charlotte flair. So it's not like this had to be a war of attrition. You just had to get in there. You had to do the classic spots. Oscar got hers in. Charlotte got hers in. Jackson Basler did the, what they do. And that's what it needed to be. It wasn't anything uh, to write home about, but it was a crowd pleaser. You got the new champions in the end. I did like that they weren't afraid to do that and pull the trigger on it. Uh, I'm interested to see what Oscar and Charlotte do as champions. I I don't know. This could be interesting. I don't know if I'm be... interested in that. I Honestly, I, I think it's going to be short-lived. I really do. That's it why will. I couldn't pick them to win the belts outright tonight, but I get it. You got to have a bit of a shock value at some point. I don't think this is going to be a lengthy run. So I don't know, but it, it could be a, it could set up for Oscar Charlotte again. I'd love those two in matches. I don't know. I, it was all right. I gave it a three star. Uh, yeah. Overall, uh, I, I, I would, I didn't hate the match. Um, I, I thought I, I knew it was going to be Charlotte. Um, it, it was pretty obvious. She's been quiet on social media for a long time. We all, we all knew eventually Charlotte would be back. And and my my thought was, like, you don't bring Charlotte back without a win. Like, it, like her, when she comes back, it's going to be a win. And they had to fit her in. This is, was the perfect timing with the ratings dropping, um, the women's division just sucking so fucking bad lately. Like, you had to reignite the fan base what better way to do it than Charlotte coming back with Oscar winning the championship? Who knows what'll happen after that? But it gets people wondering and asking questions exactly what we're gonna end up doing after this show. Um, made sense to me, but yeah, it was a pretty plain Jane match. Um, I, I, I honestly uh, like you gave it a three. Is that right? Yeah, I gave this one three. I thought it was boring. The story sucked. Um, other, other than Charlotte's return, like there, there was nothing there. Uh, I give it two and a half. Cause you're right. Okay. It was just the same shit you see over, over and over again. Like I, I was not impressed by anything. It was pretty plain Jane. This, yeah. this should have been a, uh, if it wasn't for Monday night, Raw's uh, rating sucking so bad, this would have been on Monday night Raw. And they could have saved uh, a t- they could have saved this for Monday Night Raw. They could have telegraphed this a little bit. Hey, Charlotte's coming back. That would have drove ratings up a little bit. Uh, maybe they should have gone that way with it. But uh, I don't know. 
I, I I think this is one of those matches that had they put this on Raw, had you had a crowd watching this with the return, that's going to get you the crowd reaction. The 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 crowd yeah. is going to be into it. It's going to be a hot crowd. It's going to be a live crowd that's into the match that way. And they they could have the same exact match, but that crowd reaction easily would have bumped this up a little bit. You know, yep. it, it does take a lot to get past the fact that you're listening to pumped in generated crowd noise and fake, you know, live supposed video screens. But if you get past that and you can get sucked into the match and pretend and suspend this belief, which you already have to do with the product, you can understand why this would have been a big match in front of a crowd. But I, I think you're right. You save this for Raw, do the title switch there, get the reaction telegraph that for the ratings sake and it could have been a different one but i don't know it wasn't it wasn't bad by any means but yeah it was it was pretty plain so three and said two and a half that's more than fair coming down the line we did have a surprisingly roman reigns versus kevin owens in a tlc ladder match for the uh -huh. universal title i thought this would be the main event but it was not and you will see why soon enough but uh here we go this one was actually a lot more draining than I thought it would be. I did not expect this to get as uh, intense as a, is the wrong word because Roman's very methodical in his offense now, which I like. But uh, I have a ton of notes here. Uh, stop me if you want to jump in. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Here, here we go. Um Roman comes out, Kevin Owens jumps in with the sneak attack. He immediately goes on the offensive, just immediately just starts mauling Roman. He gets the cannonball into the barricade on the outside. Then he hits the splash off of the ring apron. I love this spot. I'm like, okay, Kevin Owens is coming out like a ball out of fire. I'd love to see that. Fired up KO is the only way I believe him as a face. Uh, Jake Uso already hits the ring. Like you knew that was coming immediately. And here he is. But Kevin Owens pretty much dumps him down real quick. He neutralizes him. But as he's doing that, Roman Reigns hits a huge drive by on the ring apron, starts taking over. Uh, he starts just destroying him with the ring stairs. Loved this spot. I, my holy shit, that looks stiff as fuck. Uh, yeah. Justin Chris, considering the storyline, I thought Kevin Owens was going to take it. You know, and that tells there you was a couple times I I was like I was questioning. Yeah. <clears throat> That's yep. just it. That that tells you how good the storyline was going was into good. this. If you believed enough that they would pull the belt off of Roman Reigns, then they were doing a good job telling the story. Um, then instead of the ring steps, he just beats the holy shit out of him with a steel chair. Uh, then he takes two chairs. They're set up in the middle of the ring facing each other. Kevin Owens tries to back body drop Roman into it, but then he ends up... Or no, he tried to power bomb him. He gets back body dropped, fixed thick thick spot like i hate to see that especially a guy the size of kevin owens you yeah. know that shit's gonna fucking hurt there uh, was a lot of those hurt moments in this match which i respect both guys yeah. a ton for oh yeah holy shit this one was brutal on both of them you like i i know you're gonna talk about all the other ones but holy shit there was the the, the chair landings like yeah. one of those chair landings, I was like, "Oh, you know that didn't go well." Oh yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like any one of these spots could go really nasty, and you you got a guy who comes from that indie background that 
did crazy shit like this all the time. And Roman's a big dude, so you know all these shots are hurting like hell. Yeah. Uh, Roman starts climbing up the ladder, and that's when uh, he takes the chair and he like smashed it into his leg. That was one that I actually thought almost might have fucking hurt him. But uh, that's when he hit the fisherman suplex onto the open chair. That's the one that I'm like, that had to fucking yep. hurt. The open chair sitting there in the ring. Owens hits the fisherman suplex, destroys the chair. That looked yep. awful. I, yep. that, that spot's always made me cringe. Ugh, ugh. Oh, they were hurting after the, you damn right. I mean, you home. damn right they were. <laughs> They're in the ice tub after this one. Uh, Kevin Owens almost has the belt at this point. Jay Uso back in. Now it's two on one. They are absolutely beating the shit out of Kevin Owens, uh, as expected. You thought this was going to be the end of the match. I honestly did. But this this kept going. Oh, Kevin God. Owens backdrops Roman with a uh, backdrops Roman, hits with a stunner, pop up powerbomb to Jay through the announce table. Roman powerbombed on the ladder. And no, no, this is what, yeah. Kevin Owens gets countered. He power bombs Kevin Owens onto the ladder. Michael Cole's call on commentary. Spinebuster through the table. <laughs> and uh, I rewound it. And Roman Reigns, like, power bombs Kevin Owens onto the ladder. Michael Cole says, Spinebuster through the table. And then they replay it. So, and he fucking said it again. I'm not going to mention this because I think this comes to the last match of the night. Uh, my thoughts. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, my God. There's so much. Uh, backdrop onto the ladder after that, like the side of the ladder. Roman turned it sideways. Backdrop Kevin Owens onto that. Like, that, that's just horrible looking. This is At that point, I'm like, there's nothing left for these guys to do. But they kept going. He takes him outside. Choke slams him through a table on the outside. He Samoan drops KO through a table on the outside. Roman goes up the ladder. The camera cuts, and you just see a Kevin Owens barely reaching to stop him. He laughs at him. He comes back down. I'm like, okay, he's going to like do something, and that's the match. He gets slapped in the face. Huge spear through the table in the corner. He rolls out of the ring. He gets Roman gets out of the ring. He's like, "Come on, you have to kill me, Roman." Roman goes through his first spear. KO dumps out of the way. He spears himself through the barricade. All right, that point you're like, maybe, just maybe, maybe. Yeah, I at that moment I was like, "Oh fuck, Kevin's gonna win." I was like. Holy shit, that's the turning point. Like, that's yeah. what you didn't see coming. And they got you. Like, they, and that was the good storyline right there. Yeah. They, that was that moment where they got the crowd to go, oh, fuck, Roman's not going to win this. Yeah. I, I There was a portion of me, like, maybe they do. Maybe they do for a half second. But no. Instead, uh, he goes to powerbomb, was it Roman? But he eats a Superman punch. But then he ends up getting the power bomb through. Which table was anyway. lazy, by the way. That was yeah. horribly done. Oh my Agreed. god! That like I rewound. I'm like I thought my video skipped at that point. I had to go back a couple of seconds. Like wait, did I miss something? No. no. He went to do it. He missed the power bomb. Ate a punch. Basically no sold it, and then he gave him a power bomb through a table anyway. There was a ton of spots in this match. Yeah. Um, 
they're still alive. He misses the spear. Uh, Jesus Christ. Like, there's so many. Like, the notes are ridiculous on this one. Um, on the ladder, <laughs> Jey J- Uso finally stops him. Like, Jey Uso's been in this match the whole time. <laughs> Jey Uso was just annoying in this one. Yeah, at this point, I'm like, okay, enough with the Jey Uso. We knew but Jey he- Uso would get involved, but it was like, <laughs> from dude, the get-go. From just- the get-go. Uh, yeah, it got old at this point. So Jay stops him. Roman's finally back up on the ladder. He hits a low blow like nut punch to Kevin Owens. <laughs> then he hits the guillotine on top of the ladder. Kevin Owens falls off. Roman grabs the belt. Good God. Okay. That's uh, and, the, and, uh, so like the build up to the whole match, to the ending was not sufficient. Like the build up to it, it was just like right. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, yeah. oh, and there was action packed. It was so cool. There was a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, sure. There was a couple of missed spots and sh- things we can shit on, but overall it was so exciting. It was so yeah. fun. And then you get the final March up to the top where you expect this magical showdown. And he grabs him in a guillotine. Yeah. He grabs I mean, it in a weak ass That's the and thing. And then like, Kevin Owens just kind of lazily falls over. Yeah. But then, but then, like it still took 10 to 20 seconds to get after that belt. Yes. And they kept doing the screenshot of Jay Uso yep. at the bottom of the ladder. I was like, is he gonna knock the fucker over and screw his cousin over? I'm like, <laughs> that'd be fucking cool. Like, do it. Like, that's what I wanted to see at that point. I'm like, at that point, yeah, because like this guy's been a little puppet for so long, but right. I, I get it. It was the it, it's probably a setup for something for the future. They want you to think that they want you to think that that's going to happen. And he thought it. Um, so they're placing that thought in your head, which was was smart, but uh, they didn't need to drag it out for 30 seconds. No, and I think the thing about it is, like, Roman's been winning all of these matches since he got the title back with the guillotine. Yeah. They're trying to establish that that's his new go-to finish is the guillotine, which I get That was it. the weakest-looking guillotine I've yeah. ever seen. Oh my well, that's just it. Like, I, it didn't even look good this time. But they had so many different spots in this match where they could have gone home. They could have finished the match. You thought that was going to be it. They were big holy shit spots like okay this is gonna be it this is gonna be it and then ending is another guillotine yeah yeah i didn't i didn't love the finish of this but overall yeah the match i really enjoyed it a lot uh, i gave it 3.75 i gave it a three five i i i wanted to shit on it but overall i loved it I, like it was fun it was fun to watch so three five for me that, that that's the funny thing. Like they found a way to make this work as a one-on-one match. Well, one and a half on one match, a little better than AJ and Drew did, because it was just non-stop car crash yeah. bots. Like you know, you're not getting oh, a yeah. technical wrestling match out of this. But they found a way to make this just high impact after high impact. Uh, I I don't know. I really liked it. I, I rated him the same, but I did like this one. I'm glad this one went on second as opposed to that one that opened. So I think they did it about right. Okay. <laughs> so let's do this. Um, the main event of WWE TLC. Randy Orton 
versus the fiend in a firefly funhouse inferno match i really thought this was going to be a cinematic pile of shit it was not cinematic they actually did end up going live ish there were so many fucking weird oh camera cuts though it's hard to tell at which point was actually live and which point was pre-recorded they did find a way to blend it a little bit but you could tell when they were cutting to pre-records so yeah. overall match itself nothing to write home about but basically this match started after they both went for finishers the fiend hits a sister abigail can can and, i can i just say before we go any further i wanted to say this in the pre-show in our production show that and like his i was like randy orton's gonna win like yeah. i that was my prediction i was ready for that but i wanted to throw a qualifier out there that if randy orton came out in clothes uh he would probably not win but right. i was like no 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 they've probably thought of this yeah but i was still skeptical so i just didn't talk about it i didn't say a word and the first thing I said to you when Randy Orton walked out yep. wearing a fucking hoodie yep. for the whole thing, I was like, Randy's going to lose. That's what I thought, too. I'm like, he yep. brought that up in the pre-show. This is how they get out of it. Obviously, he can deflect the flames with his hoodie and windbreaker pants. But I, I, I like if he doesn't have any clothes on, he can't burn. So Yeah. Well, I messaged you. I'm like, man, the old school Inferno matches, they dim the lights and they'd have fire surrounding the ring. And immediately after you said that, it fucking popped up on the screen. Yeah, he hit the sister Abigail on Randy. And then all of a sudden, the fucking place erupts in fire. Spirals of fire. Like, the entire ringside is just erupted in flames. And it stayed that way for the rest. I'm like, okay, that's... Visually, that's pretty badass. And at that point, the camera cuts were actually kind of cool. You'd get it through the flames. Right. I liked that. The the visually, right. visually, it was really impressive. A couple of things they learned from from prior matches, and I I know we'll get into this more, but <laughs> but like they took this, they tried to take the cinematography approach to yeah. a live match yeah. approach. Yep. It it was close. They, they it was it was better. They they still missed. They still well, missed like with big time. Randy they, Orton they, did the match with Edge and they pre-taped the entire thing but tried to pass it off as yeah. happening live. But they were doing camera angles from in between the wrestlers and then they'd cut to another camera no, shot where there's no cameraman. And it made no sense. They've learned from that like you said but you could still tell when they were doing cuts. They get out in the ring, and the Fiend pulls out a leather strap. He hits Randy with it a few times, throws it away, reaches back under the ring, pulls out another strap that has a slight discoloration. He what lights it on chair? fire. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he swings the flaming fucking strap at him. He misses, but then they pull out the chair. It's a totally different color at the end of it. 
Well, this is what I'm trying to figure out because they pull out. Like, the I couldn't tell if it was covered in blood or because the gas right. made it turn red or like. I'm not sure because I, I feel like it was the coloration of whatever they poured hitting the wood. I don't know. It looked weird as shit though. But Randy, but then they would do these like zoom outs, and yeah, and, like you're right. He had these straps that were on fire. <laughs> They're leather straps poured in gasoline. What's gonna happen? They're gonna keep burning, right? Mm -hmm. And and they would whip each other with him, and then they would throw him to the side, and magically they disappear, and the fire's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And magically, the announcers aren't anywhere to be seen in these no. zoomed out shots. But exactly. they're there talking. They must have moved him to an undisclosed location. <laughs> I guess I don't know, but they pull this rocking oh. chair out, and the fiend dumps. Fucking gasoline's <laughs> allegedly all over it, so and then weird. lights a tray. He, he makes a trail, puts Randy in the chair, pulls out a lighter, and you get the close-up shot of him with the with the bic, and he drops the bic in the flame. And oh, the flame there's Zippo. There's a Zippo. There's Zippo. Don't want haters. He, Don't want haters. He, he flies out of the chair before it erupts in flames, and. It looks like there's blood on the chair. It got a little weird at this point. No, no. But how about the how about the match when they went to go light the fire again? And it was the match. Have you ever seen a match <laughs> with that long of a red tip? Like it, it was like a one inch long match, and three quarters of it had that like red burning wick piece of it. I yeah. literally like I uh I I've been a smoker my whole. Well, not my whole life, but a fucking huge chunk of my life. I have <laughs> never seen a match that had that long of a red goddamn igniter. Yeah. Like, you do not need that. Like, all you need is a little bit. Like, I don't understand what that was and why they needed it other than to ignite. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It, uh, the, the it's so bad. I feel so like bad. spots better in the backyard back in the day doing these fire spots. Well, that's anyway, the thing. Like, anyway, if you get, get if, back to your review of the match, I'm sorry, I totally. I know it. it's it's ludicrous. It was so bad. Parts. Well, that's why I'm trying to figure out what they used as a, a as an igniter because the 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 liquid was not gasoline. Obviously, you could tell obviously. that looking at it. I don't know if it was rubbing alcohol. That's what we always used to use back in the day because it'd go out like that. Um, so then they're on the, they're, they're outside, they're near the guardrail and there's a really close spiral flame. He's almost got Randy in it. He turns the fiend around and they, he backs him up into, he's trying to get him in a hole. And all of a sudden the fiend lights on fire on the back and you see him doing the stunt man spot. Oh no, I'm on fire doing. And at that moment, at that moment, at that moment, I stood up and shouted in my basement, perfect! I was yeah. perfect! Yes! Well, that's yes! what I thought, but then yes! it didn't end. It wasn't over no, it at this end. point. Like, they didn't it call didn't for end. the bell. They didn't say the match is over, because in Inferno matches, you light your opponent on fire, that's it. I'm like, okay, maybe they got to keep going. So they get in the ring. <laughs> Randy Orton hits an RKO on The Fiend. Never mind, last year, it took Seth. No, the, the RKO put the fire out. Did you notice that? Like, that's true. It did. I, 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 I did not know. Alcohol. RKOs are a great fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. For future reference, uh, you don't matter. need to stop, drop, and roll. Just 
yell at a friend. Somebody RKO. RKO me. Yep. And you're good. He does. He hits the RKO. The flames go out. And then the fiend lays there. Dead. Seth Rollins murdered him with a sledgehammer after hitting 15 curb stomps last year at Hell in a Cell. That didn't do it. <laughs> Randy Orton hits one RKO. And the fiend lays there. Dead after a little fire dead. on his back. After being on fire on his jacket. Okay, folks. Here's where it went to shit. He rolls him over. And he just lays there dead. Randy Orton goes to the outside. He grabs the can of gasoline. He comes back in the ring. He dumps the can of gasoline all over the fiend. But wait, all of it. There's more. <laughs> he goes back out, gets the matches, comes back in the ring, <laughs> and stands there, and lights the matches, then watches the matches burn, and it keeps cutting from Randy watching the matches this, burn. This was the match I'm bitching about. Like yes. this thing went on for fucking ever. <laughs> It's not a real match. Like, this thing was so ridiculous. It was so stupid. The whole point was so they could cut back and forth between him watching the match burn to the fiend laying there dead. Match burn. Fiend dead. Match burn. Fiend oh. laying there. And then, and it's, it's, it's Bray Wyatt the whole time laying there. He's laying there the whole time covered in this alleged gasoline. And they kept cutting back and forth. Dead Fiend, Randy watching the match. Dead Fiend, Randy watching the match. Dead Fiend, Randy watching the match. And then, when they cut back from Randy watching the match the last time, this is what you saw. <laughs> Suddenly, Bray Wyatt lost 80 pounds, and his skin <laughs> is pitch like, black. And he lost his fingers. <laughs> This whole picture is so bad. And you get to see this for like two seconds. Like on 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 TV. Seeing I this, I could tell this was like like I felt so bad. My 12-year-old was right next to me. And as soon as I seen that, and it was like on the screen for like two and a half seconds, I'm like, that's fake as fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> that was the first thing to get because I have no filter and I say everything I think. Yeah. I immediately went, that's fake as fuck. And then I, I and then he believe it. lit it on fire. I could not believe it. Like those of you listening on audio, Randy Orton finally flicks the match down at Bray Wyatt, who has immediately been replaced with a clear fake body. It's not even remotely close to looking real like i said yeah there's he's yeah. lost 80 pounds he has no fingers his skin is black like <laughs> it couldn't look more fake it hits the body it engulfs in flames we've just witnessed a murder by fire on live tv i I can't, honest to God, believe that this. Uh, yeah. So Justin, Justin said it best. Oh like, would have been great in the early '90s. Well, before we had DVR to rewind shit and look at it, like there's there's no excusing it. It was horrible. Yeah, it was pretty I, bad. I'm I've honestly still been trying to figure out my the rating. commentary. The commentary added with it, like 
You could yeah. tell at the beginning of the match, like they were talking, and then all of a sudden it went silent in mid sentence. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. This whole thing was scripted, pre recorded, yeah. and oh God. Like within 10 seconds of the match, I knew. I was like, this is going to be. I, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. They didn't script it, they what didn't do this? the cinematography shit. And then 10 seconds in, they cut the audio and fucked it all up. And then this happens. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so painful. I, I, I expected something crazy, but I didn't expect that. They burned a doll on live TV as the announcers pretended somebody just burned to death. Um, yep. And I'll, I'll say it as I'm about to give my rating. There was a complete and utter lack of Alexa Bliss in this match, so I'm going to give this one shit. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. One shit, somehow. I'm, I'm with you, way. one shit, one shit. One I'm shit. With you. I, I didn't think it was possible that WWE would have another contender for worst thing to happen. They it was found bad. They bad. found a way to do it. Like this was this was horrible. It could have been good. They could have done it better. I I think this is all Vince McMahon. Like honestly. Oh, but I a, was right. Put an body out there. They won't know the difference. I was right. Twenty twenty one is the fiend's year. He's gonna take over and gain vengeance on all of this bullshit, right? I hope. I fucking hope. I yeah, I can't wait to see the reincarnation Jesus, I of hope. Fiend. Like that that's the best takeaway from this. He's dead. 2020 yeah, over. They burn Fiend. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Reincarnation. <laughs> he's the new dead man. Undertaker's gone. Uh, we have a new Undertaker. It's the Fiend. God. And now he will rule every WrestleMania for the next 35 years, right? But yet, can't figure out why the ratings are dropping. Laugh my ass off. Yes, thank you, Justin Chris. And shout out to Justin Chris and the Inked Up Podcast. Check him Inked out. Up your- what up? <sighs> okay, so yeah, that was a horrible fucking ending to a, what was actually an okay show, so they found a way to fuck it up. Um, any closing thoughts, uh, champ? You are now a two-time Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast champion. I will get the belt to you, and Figure out how I will get it back sooner than later, preferably. Um, I I appreciate the opportunity. Let me come on since I I horribly, horribly fucked up my last chances several months ago. I will admit I was moving. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't watching <laughs> anything. And I uh I I mistakenly on the last time and Tony and Phil, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a, a true champ here. <sighs> I gotta have a moment with uh, with my folks here. I just knocked a bunch of shit over with my foot. I gotta have a moment. The last time that I competed for this belt, I was driving to Iowa looking for houses and was not really watching anything, paying attention to anything. And I asked my wife, I handed her my phone and said, hey, look up this pay-per-view event. And I told her the wrong one. And I placed my bets on that. And so none of my bets lined up with theirs. I knew it was wrong. I knew it was weird. I really didn't care. I had about 20 minutes to get them in. So 
it was what it was. Anyway. Yeah. It. Uh... I am your new champ, regardless, now that I'm educating myself on what's going on in the world of wrestling. I've obviously <laughs> dominated tonight. Even Phil KOE himself could not have beat no. me tonight unless no. he had a perfect score in, and, and predicted the Miz. The, the, yeah. the only way Phil could have, could have beat me is predicting the Miz correctly and being perfect as I was. So, yeah, it, well it deserved pretty epic performance to close out the year. I'm, I'm a little shocked. I'm a little disheveled. And now Phil and I will be doing the year interview without the revolutionary wrestling podcast championship, which again, oh I will God. hand to you. Be careful here as I hand it over. There, there you go. Okay. You got it. <laughs> No, anyway, when's uh, when's year in review gonna happen? We're gonna get it knocked out before the end of the year, ideally. And I don't know if we're doing it live or not, but for sure we will get it knocked out before the first of the year. Let me know the date. I am taking a week off of vacation, and I am not known to drive four hours and get a hotel room just for the fuck of it and get drunk with somebody. So. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> Well, then I wouldn't have to mail this thing to you. That'd be even better. <laughs> Save you 20 bucks in, in yeah, shipping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, again, folks, uh, like, share, subscribe, the little bell, hit that, get your notifications. Again, this was probably the last event of the year unless we do something fucking crazy, but I don't think I have it in me after watching a dead body burn alive on pay-per-view. So... Again, this is Chicken, the two-time right. champion now. I am Tony fucking G. Like, share, subscribe. Thanks for joining us for this shit show. Join us before the end of the year for the year in review. Uh, God, there's a lot to there's a lot to cover, and there's a lot of shit to talk. So we will see you there. As always, appreciate you. Love you. Bye.